Hello, everybody. Um, welcome to another busy podcast where we talk about the behind the scenes of the creative industry. And in this episode, we have a very special guest. Um, if you're a photographer, you probably heard about a company called Skylum. They do a photo editor called Luminar. It's an AI-based, and today we AI-based photo editor, and we we have here today Ivan, the CEO of Skylum. I'm very happy to talk to you. And yeah, I, I will let you introduce yourself um, to the audience. Yeah, thanks, Rafael. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, thank you for joining us uh, on this podcast. Uh, uh, actually, my name is Ivan Kutanin. I am the CEO of Skylum. Uh, I'm working in Skylum for nine years. Uh, my previous experience was uh, I was engineering director of the company. And uh, because of that, uh, I do... I did everything uh, about the technologies uh, inside the company. So we'll have a talk uh, more specific uh, about technologies. Yeah. Um, yeah, one thing I before we start going into technology itself, I'm curious to know, um, do you have any creative background or you came like from technology to develop this or you have like you were hobbies photographer or something uh, actually uh, the funny thing uh, that uh, in my childhood uh, my father used to have uh, camera and uh, i did all the stuff in dark room with him so we did some photographs but i did not treat it as my hobby uh, and uh, personally me i thought that my wife uh, does much better photos than me. Uh, but uh, when I joined Skylum, uh, the first thing I bought uh, uh, from the first salary, I think, uh, was uh, the camera. It was uh, Nikon uh, D5100. Uh, so it was pretty okay camera, but I even did not know that it was without uh, the lens. So on first month, I bought camera, and on the second month, <laughs> I just bought the lens, and uh, I had the opportunity to make shots. Uh, and since then, uh, for last nine years, yeah, I'm hobby photographer. I do a lot of uh, uh, photography. Right now, I'm more about drone photography. Drone photography? Yeah, ah, yeah. That's really cool. I'm a drone pilot myself. I do FPV drone footage. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. So it's not photography. I do more video production. Um, yeah, a lot of music videos and wow, these cool. very dynamic shots. It's a lot of fun. Drones are a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Drones are fun, really. Yeah. So yeah, I want to go back on the on the hobbyist photographer because yeah. when I go and I see your products, or maybe we can tell a bit more. Like I just said, it was a photo editor. What is exactly Luminar? So like, if someone from the audience doesn't know the the software, they can understand what you guys do, and then we go more in the behind how it works and yeah, AI and all that stuff. Yeah, I would say that uh, Skylum uh, is concentrated on photo editing software. Uh, we used to have a lot of uh, different applications uh, on uh, mobile, and then we switched more for desktop uh, photo editing ap applications. Uh, and uh, nowadays, uh, Luminar Neo is our flagship product. It's a photo editing platform uh, with uh, extensions. Uh, it's full-featured solution uh, to do your image from zero to hero. So... Uh, this is what it is, uh, and we plan to expand it to another platform, so it will be not only on desktop. Nice, perfect. Yeah, and I, the first thing when I go and I, I play around a bit with product, I see is that like it facilitates a lot of things that, especially people getting into the photography, 
you might be a small like a barrier of entry because um, if you're just starting out, there's so much stuff that you need to learn. You need to learn composition, lighting, how to operate the camera itself because it's, it takes some time to get a grasp of the, how the triangle of exposure and then all the technical part of the camera itself. And then you go, you take the shot and then like, okay, now I want to make it look nicer. And then usually like most people like heard about Lightroom and Photoshop and all these that has been in the market for ages. And then there is another learning process. Oh, then yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> another <laughs> steep learning curve. Uh, and when I see the products of yours is basically like cutting down about a bit of the learning curve um, with um, AI doing a lot of the technical part with you. So you can focus on, on the more the creative side. I, is this a good take on, on the idea? I would say yes. I would say that uh, we all as a technician guys, uh, first, uh, we all wanted to have some creative hobby, you know, like uh, to be in balance. Uh, and uh, one of the founders, uh, pretty cool photographer, and uh, he started the company is in his vision uh, to make from complex uh, photo editing uh, something easier. And right now it's in Skylum DNA whatever we do what technologies do we use it doesn't matter AI or like uh, just uh, normal algorithms uh, we all do it for uh, making less complex easier but uh, pro quality results and uh, you know for us it's uh, it's about our personal pain for me for example I first went uh, to Norway to Trotunga I had what 1500 photos uh, and uh, when I came back, I thought that uh, my f-stop uh, was wrong and uh, all my images were broken. And uh, I failed. And uh, at least uh, thanks to Luminar and other photo editors, uh, I could save about 20, per 20 pictures from that trip. So, you know, it's uh, personal pain when you do some small mistake and after that uh, you have completely uh, spoiled the result uh, so all all your efforts uh, that were in this shot in this trip uh, actually and you try at least save something and because of that uh, we understand that uh, it's more uh, about understanding uh, what happens but uh, we understand that what our customers need they need the result and uh, yeah Lots of things uh, that you should know to make especially great shots. But uh, when you want to express yourself, uh, when you want to make something creative for yourself uh, and you see how different your results from the pros results, uh, you understand that you need something, you need some tool to at least uh, leverage this uh, difference of the level. Yeah. So that's why we are here. So with our tools, uh, we at least uh, give you the ability to make your image as you imagined it. Uh, you saw these beautiful pictures all over the world, uh, how how beautiful sunsets, uh, like uh, in the mountains or near the sea, are happening, and you're trying to do the same, and you see the difference, and uh, that's why you need maybe some tools to to make you happy, actually. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it because, yeah, as you said, it's so much from, from you know, like hobbyist, enthusiast to pro. There is a huge knowledge gap, as you said, you know, and, and I think like I, 
going back, I think about like me getting into drones and all. Yeah. Like I'm a mechatronics engineer by wow. by background, so for me it's easy. Like I have to build the custom drones, but for me that's not a barrier of entry because like I already knew how to solder, I knew already knew how to electronics work. But many people they don't get into FPV because they don't want to learn all these things. You know, they just want to fly for fun, and it's fine. But yeah, with all the barrier of entry, some people they don't fly not because they don't want to, but they don't want to go through that process, right? Yeah, you see, it's like uh, all the photography. I think it's more like technical hobby because you you have all this gear. You like to switch all those controls, to press all those buttons, and with drone photography also, you n- need to know a lot of things so about meteorology, about the wind, uh, about all those uh, you know like uh, flight. Uh, rules uh, where you can fly wi- uh, control zones and so on so a uh, lot and lot of information and uh, i understand that uh, technical minds they want this complexity they want you know like a lot of things just to know to study to, to experiment to you know to combine you know and uh, uh, that's why i think uh, it's funny uh, it's uh, really funny and uh, but we understand that uh, because of that somehow when you start doing something it can seem very, very complex. And uh, sometimes you just need a friend that can uh, take your hand and just uh, go through all of this stuff with you and show some shortcuts that will make you happy just in a few clicks, uh, just in a few minutes. And this is something that makes your passion uh, be more and more, you know, like you, you want to try more and more. You try, want to try and experiment different things. And... Uh, Uh, but it happens when only you think that you can achieve it. So this is the thing what we want to give, actually. Yeah, keep keep people motivated yes, to, to yeah, express. Yeah, yeah. Because in the end, um, even though photography is a very technical thing, um, I see it as a form of art. So it's a yes, form of definitely. expressing yourself. And if you have barriers to express yourself, you get frustrated, right? And the more we can, like bridge this gap between having to be technical and having to be creative. I think we're just like pushing people towards creativity and not like being held back because they don't understand how to, you know, as you said, like which F-stop exactly yes, gets that. Yes, yes. And, and it's funny because it's, it's, it's yeah like uh, one of the most things in photo and in video, um, when I do, I show my work from other people. They're like, Oh, what camera do you have? Ah, I think yes, it's all yes. about <laughs> camera, right? And it's like, there is so much more. Yeah. And then I, I, I told them, like, this, I mean, it matters, but it's not the main thing, you know? Let, let, let's not go in, like, gear mad, it doesn't, because then it could be another topic for a whole podcast. But basically, like, there's so much knowledge um, behind it that you have to go through, which is takes time and effort. Um, the, and then the more we can tell people, like, okay, It doesn't really matter if you get something wrong. Focus on the message you want to convey to the world, you know. And then, like, for example, Lumina with all these tools, like, we want to make it easier for you to yeah. express your message, right, instead of being held back with all the the technical side of it. Yeah, definitely. You know, in, on, in all those creative things, uh, it's uh, very needed just to let it slim, you know, like, to take one wave at a time, as, uh, you know, like, surf instructors told, like, uh, do not overwhelm uh, yourself with all those details uh, and forget about the main thing. 
Like, uh, we, we love inside companies that we know a lot of very cool photographers who do not know about cameras anything. They just uh, picking camera, doing shot, looking at the shot and like, it's good or not. And uh, uh, they know only maybe a few things, uh, how to switch uh, ISO or like how to switch aperture and that's it. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of photographers who know everything about cameras, everything about all adjusters, but uh, they do not focus on the creative vision. And uh, for me personally, I think that the creative vision is first. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, creativity is always about a bit egoistic, uh, you know, ha- hobby, because it's like you want to create something and to own it, uh, to own your idea in the scene. And uh, it's... Uh, very needed i think for everyone uh, in this world to make something by his own and as he thought it would be good and uh, i think in photography and other creative hobbies it's uh, needed just to experiment 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 and uh, to have fun in the process and uh, do not uh, overwhelm yourself with all this stuff what tripod should I use, what camera should I use, is it lens so good for this shot or not, uh, It's do- it doesn't matter. Like uh, It can make a bit better your result, uh, but your idea is uh, priceless, actually. It's the, the, most exp- uh, the, the most important thing. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. I think that um, yeah, some, some events um, back that we did with Vizi, there was one enthusiast that was like going more into photography and then he was like, oh, can I get these uh, type of shots with my camera? What about these other ones and these other ones? I was like, you can get all these kind of shots even with a cell phone. It's not about, you know, like the exact, it's mainly like you have to start from what do you want? You know, like what is the end result that you want? And from there, you've kind of, like in the engin- reverse engineering in the technical language. And then go like, okay, for this result, maybe I need, for example, I want a shallow depth of field. And then you can study how you get there. But if you know all the technicalities, but you don't have an end goal in mind, you're never going to get to this goal because you don't know, you, you know all the technical, but you don't have the vision. And yeah. I, I always say that like the best photographers, um, they just click what is already in their heads because most of the time you see the picture even before you hold the camera in your hand, right? Yeah, yeah, you, you're looking around and you're looking at frames already and then you say like, okay, this is a nice frame that I want to capture. And then you take and then you, you do the lens choice, the composition to get to that thing that you want to express, right? Um yeah, so I think like we talked a lot about um, creativity and everything, but there is also the technical side, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and and I think like one of the technical side from from the product that you guys develop is AI, and AI oh. is it is a, a dreaded topic that many people like. Oh, AI is gonna replace everything, you know, yeah. and then because <laughs> the more we can hand over to machine learning, AI, the less you have to do to be technical. Um, and this, I think, it's a very interesting topic um, to, to get into. 
um, because I'm really actually curious also to know your thoughts on all this. I have my personal opinions. Um, I think we both are engineers, yeah. so <laughs> we have a more like, okay, machines are not bad, you know. <laughs> 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 um, They are not our enemies. So yeah. <laughs> before I started with um, the creative industry, um, as I said, I'm my background is in mechatronics engineering, uh -huh. so I literally used to build robots. Wow. <laughs> This is the kind of work that I did a bit before, not like robots as in automated machines, which is bas the basic concept mm -hmm. of, of robots, right? Um, and I like, first thing, like when I used to work in the industry and I was like, oh, I work with mechatronics engineering. And people are like, oh, so you build robots? I was yeah, like, yes. <laughs> and instead, like, some people are like, oh, that's so cool. And they're like, why? Robots are gonna like take yeah. over the world. Like, this is not like the <laughs> science fiction, you know? Like, robots are here to help. And they're like, oh, but they're gonna replace a lot of, um, a lot of jobs. And in a sense, it's true, right? Because there are some jobs, they are like, I don't know, you're just, and, and this is not the robots, right? Because before, If you go way back in the day, to to put a screw in a in a wall, you would have to have like manually yeah. turn and everything. And these days, you can have like this electronic. And this, in a sense, I it's automating the process, right? So the 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 jobs are repetitive. There is like very you know you do the same thing over and over again. They they probably gonna be replaced because nobody wants to do these jobs yes. and then if you go now to like gen z and this new generation there is some jobs that people need like i don't know painters in constructions and all these that they are, they can't find people to do it anymore because people don't find the job interesting so i think like the technology comes to replace these jobs that nobody wants to do and then Yeah, open up. It, it's an ever-evolving market and world in this way, right? So I want really have your thoughts first. Like your product is very based in AI. Yeah. Um, how do you think creatives are gonna, you know, uh, the relationship between AI and creatives are? Is AI replacing photographers? Is AI <laughs> just helping? What What is your take on that? I would say that uh, when we look back to the history of the community, we understand that uh, if something uh, uh, creates value uh, of the people of the world want to automate it and uh, make more value. But uh, when something is automated, uh, less people are needed. The same was with factories uh, on the beginning of the 19th century and before that. Uh, so each every century we have massive... Uh, which in context uh, of the all the not only creative but uh, all the specialities you know in the world and uh, i understand that uh, as well as ai will change uh, the market of uh, creative technologies and uh, creative uh, workers the same it will change the market of drivers for example or the same of uh, technical uh, engineers because uh, ai is uh, just another thing that uh, makes us uh, as people of the world uh, think uh, in another way on uh, pr problems that we have in medicine uh, in actually almost every sphere of our life uh, there will be huge changes and uh, uh, we understand for example that in engineers 
those changes will be the fastest because uh, right now already a lot of coding uh, and engineering is done by AI. And uh, in our application, we understand that uh, what does AI? Uh, before AI, we had a lot of algorithms uh, that were done by our R&D team uh, about image manipulation, about all those uh, computer vision technologies. Uh, and AI just made it uh, a bit faster to adapt some new solutions. Uh, and uh, uh, because of that, we understood that, for example, all chip makers uh, also optimized uh, their process uh, for working with narrow networks, uh, such as Apple Silicon and uh, other uh, uh, chips. So we understand that uh, the era of uh, AI in service of uh, all creative professionals, uh, AI will definitely uh, affect but uh, for this century i i would say that uh, it's more about helping uh, to to make uh, better results uh, to achieve uh, something uh, more professionally looking uh, in terms of uh, anything uh, photos videos uh, graphics motion graphics uh, everything uh, will be somehow influenced uh, by by the technologies uh, in the better way Uh, but definitely, uh, I think the the, the whole uh, sphere will change, and uh, those guys who came to the sphere just to earn money, uh, but not because they love what they do, uh, they would uh, switch to another thing because uh, uh, just create something interesting and uh, earn on it, uh, it will be much much harder. This is my opinion. Yeah, I love what you're saying about we are in the stage that AI is is there to help right and then i see that like even with with luminar um actually i got to know about the product because we actually did also way back like 2019 i think one workshop with um kate is one of the ambassadors and she was showing like how she uses that and and she's like a professional photographer doing like fashion editorial and all and all that that thing and she used it like just to speed up her process you know so it's just a help that she would take i don't know 20 minutes doing dodge and burn in a photo mm-hmm. that she now can take like five minutes and then having that 15 minutes saved to to work on other stuff you know a- and i think that is the beauty of of ai and technology that we see these days and i think the term from the people they're not in technology it, it it's very heavy, you know, yes. like artificial intelligence. They're yeah. going to be a computer thinking by themselves and like, <laughs> how are we going to treat, you know, like how are we going to live together? But in reality, it's just doing like the same process over and over again so you don't have to do the same thing over and over again. It's like more efficient algorithm. Uh, you uh, before, before the AI, um, all algorithms uh, the complexity of them was uh, uh, about the complexity of uh, thoughts and ideas of your team. AI just makes it uh, more accurate and uh, AI just makes it, uh, uh, I don't know, I si- more simple. But the only thing is uh, for creating uh, something based on AI, you need another engineering staff. Uh, but uh, nowadays uh, AI don- does not do any decisions by itself it's all about the authors who created it so 
author create uh, and uh, gives his own opinion what is good or what is bad and AI just can repeat it very precisely Th- this is how it works it's not about like uh, like really some I don't know some computers that will decide uh, would you die or would you live it's uh, like it's more about uh, helping and uh, making uh, some boring stuff uh, easier and faster yeah and and going back to to what you touched about that we've been doing this for centuries right yes, like yes. It, it's just a different thing as you said like we used to have people that would go and and like tighten screws for, yes, for the yes, machines yes. and then I, i i always remember uh, modern times that that charlie chaplin movie is like a, yes, a yeah. good a good way to see you know like what ai can do to us these days and going back to like for example the the dodge and burn the dodge and burn is something that um, you have to do over and over again and you have like step one two three four five and then you just repeat those steps over and over again so now ai is just coming and and making the process more streamlined so you can just decide okay the AI did this, is this the actual result that I would do as well? Or should I do any changes to get to what I want? So it's just, they're saving you time to repeat this process over and over again, yeah. right? We, we treat it like uh, you have some energy for your creativity. Uh, it's uh, not a big amount, actually. And uh, uh, when we talking to our customers, uh, we divide all the processes that they have into boring ones and creative ones. Uh, you have boring processes. You need to copy your shots to the application, to, to your computer. You know, you need to select the best ones, but only you know what are the best for you. You need uh, to do reprocessing of all the images before starting. You need uh, to do a lot of uh, not interesting stuff just to start creating something. And uh, all, all those uh, I think not very interesting things, uh, they are killing your creativity because you spend a lot of time on uh, preparation but not uh, on the thing uh, of uh, uh, what you imagine to implement. And uh, because of that, uh, we think that AI here is to help and to save uh, all your energy and uh, you are able to create not one but two, three, four. Uh, I don't know how it's for you, but uh, for example, for me, when I usually, um, when my wife asks photographer to come and to make uh, photos of my family, I usually wait like for two to three weeks uh, to take uh, photos back. And I asking photographers, they are all our partners, clients, what are you looking for? Why it's so long time takes to get uh, my photos back? And they like, first of all, we all hate post-processing. Second thing that we need to think about the idea of the photo session and uh, how we feel the color. And after that, uh, we want just uh, to implement our vision to your photos and then we are ready to get you back. And because of that, I understand that uh, here all this boring stuff uh, is not needed at all. Uh, The only thing that they need to do, they need to have ideas of colors and uh, they need uh, the fast way to implement it uh, and because of that uh, for me uh, the huge win will be uh, if uh, i got my photos back in one day or two days but not two three weeks yeah no i love it i love it um yeah let's 
and, and another topic that it's um, I, I wrote down here that yeah. uh, um, I really want to get your thoughts about it because uh, now, as you said, we're getting like more and more streamlined and like faster process. But in the other hand, it's it's also a huge um, rise in, for example, analog photography. Oh yeah. Right? <laughs> Like Kodak, I was reading an article the other day that Kodak is now hiring more than ever. They need chemists and, and all the people to produce the films because now that everybody has a digital camera in their pocket, um, everything is so like fast as well that people are feeling that like, okay, I want to slow down, right? I, I think it's about boundaries. You know, creativity is always about your boundaries that you have. If you have smartphones that can do... Uh, very high quality image of anything everywhere uh, you n- you cannot express your own vision because uh, there is no thing when you can say that it's special is how you saw that thing uh, and because it's accessible for everyone and because of that i think it's like you know like some kind of decline you want some boundaries to create something special something that uh, others guys uh, cannot create and that's why yeah definitely i think uh, i see also the rise of those uh, uh, filming uh, photography and i think that it's really cool because uh, you have only one shot you cannot edit it at, at least uh, yeah c- you can do some techniques like dodging and burning and so on but uh, actually there is not such a big variety of tools that can be used and uh, i think uh, this is really cool i think that uh, other ideas of uh, different creative tools uh, view i think be created every every year because uh, we need something that will uh, say that what we do is really special the same actually with us and with our, that, uh, our technologies uh, we refuse to do a lot of commercial projects to concentrate uh, just on uh, photography and uh, photography technologies because, uh, yes, yeah, this is boundary, but this boundary makes us think more creatively about uh, what we can uh, introduce new, what can be done uh, in other way, not uh, the way that uh, other companies do. And uh, that's, uh, I think, uh, everything about creativity. Yeah. Yeah, I love how you talk about how you can push creativity with with boundaries. Um, because I don't know, there is a, a quote for someone I I I remember like vaguely, but it's like um, the best way to get more creative is to create boundaries. Because yes. if you can do anything, you know, you have every single <laughs> tool at your disposal, you're not getting too creative because there's like way too many options, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so uh, it's marketing actually law. So you need uh, to have uh, only one or two options to make a choice. If you have more than five options, uh, it's probably you will not choose anything because it's too much. And uh, this is uh, is how it works. uh, Because if uh, we are very uh, quickly overwhelmed with uh, all the opportunities we have. And uh, why for me, I have my camera with me and I have only one lens. It's... uh, 22 millimeters fixed. I don't need anything else because it's better to walk and to find the angle and to find the scene. Just uh, not about you know like uh, having zoom lens and trying like doing all it's all from the one place. Uh, my brain does not work in such way. You need to 
to find you need to check a lot of things uh, to to find the, that frame and to make that shot that you you will really like yeah yeah i love i love it because um, for me in my my point of view as well is exactly that you kind of need both and that i think the more we go towards this path of mm-hmm. optimizing we're gonna find a way to create restrictions yes, in yes. order to be more creative right because if you have everything like just completely streamline everything you lose that thing of like okay i can create anything yeah. what i'm gonna create you know and then i think it's a good exercise as you were saying like have a fixed lens or like shooting film that you have to be way more purposed uh, purposeful with the shot and then you can get gather the knowledge you you yeah you acquired by imposing restrictions and then you you get a bit more creative and then you can streamline the process with yeah. with all the tools so yeah i i'm also like a big fan of these you know balance between really fast and you know turn around really quickly and also like slowing down yes, saving yeah, yeah, time yeah. and i think this is uh, this is a trend that it's it's not even only in in the creative industry in photography you see this like oh it's low fashion slow cool yeah, slow yeah, yeah. everything because we got to a point that everything is so easy to do so you can do everything so fast that people are losing the the, the you know that the, the spark actually th- i think this is uh, the part uh, previous 10 years uh, everyone was focused to gain new skills you know like uh, uh, to make uh, perfect shots with those cameras or with drawing and so on with uh, those new tech that is coming every year we understand that uh, skills uh, is not the guarantee of uh, that you are actual you know it's uh, more about uh, what you saw what experience you had and because of that uh, right now uh, it's more about feeling about than just uh, running and looking on something and trying doing some some things uh, you need to have your own experience uh, and then to express your own experience your own vision with different tools uh, it doesn't matter hardware or software uh, your vision actually in your masterpiece uh, not looking about what is popular right now or what is trendy it's uh, about uh, being in connect with your creation and uh, you cannot do it very fast actually so we we talked a lot of the current state of ai yeah. and now i i want to get your opinion a bit on on the future oh. of ai <laughs> we've been seeing a lot of um a, a sneak peek of what the future could look like with for example these um generative images oh yeah and and there is so much still to unpack with like metaverse ai generated imagery and everything that is like very very in the beginning so right now uh, we were talking about the ai is mainly here to to help but it's gonna get to a point that maybe you can create full images like for for marketing purpose without even needing a photographer yeah i think so i think not only images i think uh, videos also as well as text as well as music uh, like uh, everything uh, because uh, Uh, AI actually goes uh, there where is money and uh, uh, where is the purpose. Uh, so uh, first ones uh, who will use uh, fully generated images for marketing, uh, they will use it because uh, it will be just cheap. 
it's much cheaper than uh, to do it by photographer or designer. Uh, but uh, what I'm thinking about is that, uh, on other hand, uh, all those technologies are really making metaverse uh, uh, our future because uh, before those technologies, uh, when we thought uh, and we saw what's happening in the metaverse, it's uh, more uh, idealistic picture of uh, how the future can be uh, than real thing because uh, you you have so much more things uh, in this reality, you know, with uh, all the feelings, not only with your eyes, uh, with all the materials and so on. And uh, with AI, I think uh, with all those stable diffusion and the other generative networks, uh, uh, we can create much more realistic things uh, in uh, metaverse uh, much faster than it could be done before. And because of that, I would say that uh, the main reason uh, and uh, the main uh, purpose uh, where all those generative technologies will go, it they will make uh, our metaverse future more closer to us. Uh, because uh, uh, even now, there are already experiments of making uh, feeling of materials in metaverse the same uh, as you can feel with your hand, for example. Uh, thanks to AI, it can be much easier. And uh, I think that uh, it will help uh, a lot because... Uh, Our world uh, is really cool, is y- really interesting, uh, but there are some places and uh, sometimes that uh, you need uh, to be in uh, virtual reality, for example, right now during uh, world conflicts uh, and uh, during, you know, like some not very good situations, uh, you can just go to VR and do to work, for example. And uh, this will be easier and easier in, uh, in the nearest future. Uh, I would say that in two years we would uh, uh, do all the podcasts uh, in VR. In VR? Yeah, oh, nice. I think so. <laughs> yeah, and, and like if we go that route that like we can simply generate very realistic yeah. um, imagery with just inputting text, how do you see the work of the photographer or what today is the photographer, the, cr- the creative, let us put it this way, right? Because... Um, y- For me, like when I see this, there is two sides, right? Like the the photographer, maybe as we know today, mm-hmm. that the guy that picks the camera that goes to a studio and create the lighting and have all this technology, uh, tec- technical knowledge, sorry, mm-hmm. to create this, this image, um, he is there to do that, right? But if you can do the same things with inputting text, what is going to be the the purpose of the creative uh, I, I'm avoiding photographer yeah, yeah, because yeah. for me I see a, a, a time like in one of these possible futures that is me as a creative my input is gonna be what matters and not really like taking the tool the camera and taking the photo and I think like for me I don't think it we can replace human factor like completely at some point Because yeah, this today I, I just saw one of the Dali like uh, memes. Somebody inputted like um, a salmon um, swimming yeah, yeah, down yeah, the yeah, river, yeah, 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 yeah. and there was It's like fillet, <laughs> fillet uh, of salmon swimming, fillet of yeah. salmons going down the river. <laughs> so AI also like gets yeah, wrong. So you need that human say like, okay, this is um, 
computer generated but is this something that we want like is this the emotion going back to what you're saying right i think that uh, with uh, all this new stuff uh, ideas uh, will cost more than skills because uh, photographer we now talking about like the profession uh, of the guy behind the camera and we understand that uh, when you know all about the camera it doesn't matter about the camera it's all about your idea how you see and how you feel the scene and because of that uh, we understand that uh, this is the the most valuable thing because uh, yeah some brand needs something but uh, the creative person is someone who can uh, uh, manage and connect the vision of the brand manager for example and the visual uh, uh, thing, uh, the visual picture of how it can be. And all the other stuff, uh, cameras, uh, or it can be, you know, like music, or it can be like light on the scene, is uh, something that can be emulated. But the idea will be that uh, something that separates uh, guys who can create and who cannot create. And uh, as we talked before, if you're just a cameraman and know everything about the camera, but you do not have your own vision, actually you can't seem that you're a creative person, but it's not about that. And the creative vision is uh, the thing uh, that is all behind the, all the scenes. So this is, uh, I think, what we need to train. And uh, that's why if you want to be uh, actual, go to museums. Look on something beautiful and uh, uh, imagine what you can create uh, and uh, how it can be shown. Perfect. I think that's the perfect <laughs> way to to end this conversation. Um, I I really enjoyed having the conversation with you. I I hope the audience could pick a lot on on what AI is the state of AI. What can we expect? Um, and yeah, like pretty much the I think the biggest takeaway is as a creative focus on the art and not yeah. the skills um, because yeah, we're moving more and more towards a world that skill won't matter that much as the creativity, right? The, the idea. So yeah, first, thank you a lot for the conversation. Um, yeah, any last words um, where people can find you or how can they see this amazing photo editor based in AI? Oh yeah. Uh, we just uh, releasing full extension pack for Luminar Neo. Just uh, go to Skylon.com and uh, you'll see the whole beauty that now technologists can uh, give to you. I hope you'll love it. Perfect. Thank you, Thank you very much. Um, we're going to wrap up this episode here. Um, we we'll see you guys in the next one. And until then, keep creating.